0: Take 3000. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hey guys, I'm C. I'm Key. And welcome to the first episode of Girls, Girls Ghosts, and Ghosts, and Ghouls. Now, both of us are pretty into the paranormal. Well, I'm pretty into the paranormal he's pretty scared of it (laughs) yeah scared of the paranormal but like you believe in it yeah you just would rather not like deal with it yeah (laughs) if you could not help it, it yeah that would be best but so we decided what we should do is to talk about some paranormal ghost stories and uh, see if we can creep her out and see if at some point I can convince her to actually go somewhere that's haunted and maybe spend the night there. Or not. Or that could actually happen. Yeah, no. It would be fun. No. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about hotels. Yeah. Haunted hotels. Haunted hotel, Obviously. No, we're just going to talk about the Holiday Inn around the corner. Yeah. Great pool. Just kidding. There we're isn't a holiday around <laughs> the corner. There's definitely no pool. No. no. Today we're gonna talk about um, some Canadian ghost stories because there aren't a lot of Canadian ghost. Well, there are a lot of Canadian ghost stories. They just not a lot of people talk about them or cover what a them. Pagan. Winnipegian. Yeah. So we decided not only to do Canadian, but we're going to do some from our hometown, which is Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. You probably don't know where that is. North. (laughs) Up north in the middle. Winter peg. (laughs) It's pretty cold, but it's also pretty hot. Yeah. In the winter, it's like super cold. And then what? Did you say it's nice out? Minus 100. Oh, that too. And then in the summer, it gets, like, plus 100. Yeah. We're exaggerating. There's no in-between. Yeah. No, there literally is no in-between. It's one extreme or the other. Anyway, the weather's irrelevant. We're going to talk today about the first and probably most famous um, hotel hotel haunting in Winnipeg, and for hotel. sure. And hotel, yeah. In Winnipeg, for sure. But probably in Canada, is like it's one of the more well-known haunting, Haunting. Yeah. Um, It's really well-recognized, and they've done a lot of, like I think, TV specials and stuff on it. It's called the Fort Gary Hotel, or as we in Winnipeg call it, the Hotel Fort Gary. I don't know. I think that's just because everything's in French and English. It's not. It's the Fort Gary Hotel, but we all call it the Hotel Fort Gary. I think that's because... In French, they've got the hotel in front, and it's, like, Hotel Fort Garry, so everyone just says it because it's there, and it's, like, a Winnipeg thing. But anyway, that's not what it's actually called. It's actually called the Fort Garry Hotel, and it is on Broadway in Winnipeg, which is kind of downtown. Not the same Broadway, you're thinking. (laughs) Not to be confused with, like, the cool Broadway in Mm -hmm. New York. (laughs) This one's not as cool. Not as cool. I mean, it's cool if you, like, haunted things, because the hotel is there. Just don't walk, like doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you go walking <laughs> at night or like anytime. Anytime of day. But no, okay. That's alone. exaggerating. It's fine. I mean, mm. Mm, it's fine. Just so don't that go That middle night. point isn't so great. It, like when you're like near the hotel it's like, oh, it's like nice but then you like walk a little bit and you're like, yikes. Yeah. And then you get deported and you're like, it's fine. Mm. It, <laughs> it's ends at, it ends at portage. So I guess it's fine. Anyways, we don't need to give you a geography lesson right now. Uh, the Fort Garry Hotel has been named the top 10 most haunted places in Canada. In the top 10. The top 10. Yeah, it's one of the top 10 most we haunted places in Canada. Um, so, sorry guys, I've got my notes here and I'm just trying to remember everything. So I'm going to go back to my reference to see where we're going to start on this. Um... Okay, so they say that the hotel's haunted reputation actually began like way back when it first started under construction. Mm -hmm. Um, It was built by the Grand Truck Pacific Railway as one of the many hotels that they were putting around the country at that time. The guy that was making the decision to create this hotel was a Charles Melville Hayes. He made the final decisions on everything, and he'd also helped to build um, the Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, which actually looks really close to what the Four Gary Hotel looks like. They're built kind of in the Queens. same way. So he decided that he wanted to build one in Ottawa and he also wanted to build one in Winnipeg because it was right by the train station in Winnipeg. So it just seemed like a good location for people that were traveling across the country. And his goal was to kind of have one in every major city and to compete with the... Um, Canadian Pacific Railway that was also trying to build up hotels at that time. At the time that he wanted to build the hotel I he'd already taken a hundred million dollars in debt or the company had because that's he that's a lot of money especially a lot of money like when was this 1912 1912 so that's like a lot of money that's yeah. like 20,000 million hundred right now. Okay that's bad math, but I yeah, it's a lot of money. (laughs) I don't wanna do like the inflation math on that, but it's like a lot, a lot of money. So yeah, he was already a hundred million dollars in debt. This is before he actually got approval to build the Fort Gary, so the company, like the directors of the railway company, were like, eh, "Like, I don't know if this is a good idea," because <laughs> like, you already are in like a lot of debt. Uh, but he was insistent that it was going to be worth persistent. it. What persistent? Insistent, persistent, persistent. I don't insistent? know. That sounds like a bad word. I don't know. Or Same thing. Like? <laughs> like, never mind. It what so persistent? <laughs> cool he was persistent and he was absolutely sure it was going to work and one of his plans for getting the company out of debt was all of these hotels because he thought the revenue that they generated from them would be enough to pay back the debt for the company and then the railway would keep going. So the directors for the company at that time actually were living in England and so they required Hayes to travel there um, so that he could give them the pitch and they could approve whether or not they were gonna let him go ahead with this the brits he yeah (laughs) he probably was too honestly british yeah i mean at this time like everyone was well not everyone obviously but but like i don't know people that were involved in like the railway and that were really Um, rich like yeah yeah. they were definitely so he took his wife and his daughter his son-in-law And his, like, like, secretary secretary with him to England to go, like, present them with all the different ideas and, like, how to bring them out of debt and whatever. So once he finished his meetings, he got the approval and everything. They decided they were going to head home to Canada now because they had to attend the grand opening of the hotel in Ottawa, which was about to open. So they hopped on this really no one knows about this ship. Yeah. Rare. Honestly, like, I've never heard of it in my life. No. No. The <inaudible> The SS Titanica. Oh. They were on the SS Titanic. Yeah. I guess you can probably figure out what happened next. <laughs> and if you don't know what happened next, you should probably... Get your life together. Get out of that. Get out from under that rock you're living under. Because, I mean, come on. It's the Titanic. So, yeah, uh, Titanic crashed yeah, into an course. iceberg. <laughs> if you didn't know that, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Probably That's should have movie. said that first. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, I mean, the movie's been out for, like, 20 years, I think, now. So, I mean, you have no excuse. You should know. It's a long movie. Um, so, his wife and daughter were fine. Women and children. worse. <laughs> Uh but the son-in-law and the secretary and Hayes all went down with the ship and died and before he even got to go to the grand opening and were before not so fine. they were not fine. And before they got to uh open up the hotel for care hotel. hotel, whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So, so that was like the his most debt died. <laughs> well, it wasn't his debt, it was the company's debt. But so yeah, they died. <laughs> they be dead. And Although that was, like, the biggest, high, most high-profile death that's associated with the hotel. Not the only one. No. It like keeps going. the least going. one, like, you hear about. You yeah, know? like, honestly, until I started doing research for this, I didn't even know that that had happened. Mm. And when I heard Titanic, I was like, come on. No, really? Like, like not part of... The rumors that oh. you hear or the stories that people tell. So that was just kind of like a fun fact. But I guess at the time that was like the biggest deal. Yeah. And everyone knew about it. Um, so the next death that happened was in um, July 29th, 1912. That's when they actually started construction on the hotel. And John Layton, who was a bricklayer. Sorry, it made a weird noise. <laughs> Uh yes. He was a bricklayer that was helping build the hotel and I guess it wasn't really safe and was a construction worker, right? No, they like lay bricks, so it's like a specific job. So a construction worker. Yeah, like he was a construction worker, but like it was specifically his job to like put the bricks With together the bricks to like make the walls. Did he go out of college for that? In nineteen twelve, probably not. He was probably just taught. Anyway. Uh, poor guy fell down an elevator shaft. You'd think that'd kill him, but no. He survived for the fall, uh, but he died three days later from like injuries, injuries from the fall, obviously. Probably a lot of internal bleeding, yeah. which, you know... Broken everything. 1912, eh, doctors probably were like... Probably were just rubbed like, some dirt on it we're like, you're fine! Yeah, they probably didn't know what they were going to do, so he died. Fine. Which sucked for him and his family, and what his death did do, which was a good thing, is that it brought to the attention of, like, the labor boards that like, the this shit was unsafe, <laughs> like, honestly. So they improved safety standards for other workers and made sure there was all these regulations in place, um, but John Layton's family actually got no compensation for his death. You're like, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else. <laughs> Pretty much. So, I mean, good that they improved it, that it wasn't gonna happen to anybody else, or, like, that they had protocols in case it did, but, like... His family, that was, like, the only consolation that they got out of that. So, I mean, eh. Could have been better. Mm -hmm. So, they believe that he is one of the ghosts that haunts the hallways. um, Because he wants revenge against the people that... Not even, like, the customers or, like, the work there, I guess. Yeah, like, the owners and, like, the the people that work there. Like, that people that profited from... Mm -hmm. Or that do profit from the fact that he died building this hotel. So... He's probably one of the ones that people see like wandering the hallways is usually the most report as far as that's concerned, but there are more. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Doesn't end there. So the hotel opened on December 10th, 1913. So just over a year later, they'd actually finished it. They were opening it. They had its grand ball with all of the social elite. And they said that, like, it was the biggest event that Winnipeg had ever seen at the time. Probably still to this day. Yeah, probably like here. the nicest thing that we've ever had ah. here. Oh, what is happening? I just spilled it. It's okay. Oh, my God. You okay. just spilled her drink. It's fine. it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, so they had a ball there, and the hallways in the hotel had been designed so that they were wide enough that a woman in her ball gown with her escort on her arm could safely pass another woman in her ball gown with her escort on her arm without bumping into each other. Those are pretty freaking wide- Hallways, Yeah, because no one was allowed to touch each other. (laughs) Well, I think it was just, like, to be classy. They were like, oh, we want to give them enough room so they don't have to, like, ruin their dresses and interact with other people. Ew. The horror. Anyways, so they said that one couple liked it so much when they were there that they decided to move in permanently. And they actually lived in the hotel. Not really, there's no specific information on how they died, but they were living maybe like old Old age age or something. But they were living in the hotel, and now people report seeing. There's them, like a woman, in her, like a woman in her ball gown and a man like dressed in like coattails and a hat, like yeah. wandering around or in the like, hallways or on the elevator, or they all sit, like on like their beds and stuff at the edge of their bed, yeah, or standing at the end of their bed watching them sleep. no big <laughs> it's the deal, normal you know, like that's like a normal thing to that happen. always happens when I stay at a hotel. Yeah, it's not weird. It's fine, like, Hey, I love your dress, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the hotel. Has had a lot of really, really famous guests over the years. Uh, One of them was Arthur Conan Doyle, who, spoiler alert if you don't know, wrote Sherlock Holmes. Spoiler alert. I guess it's not a spoiler alert. Information alert. alert, He wrote a book. (laughs) Information alert if you didn't know, he wrote Sherlock Holmes. Anyway, other people that stayed there uh, included musicians Louis Armstrong and Nat King Cole of the jazz and blues era and famous actors Charlie Chaplin, Diane Keaton, Robin Williams, and Woody Harrelson, among others. So these are just like some mm-hmm. of the bigger mm-hmm. names that have stayed there. Yeah. Um, up on the 10th floor, employees say that they have a long abandoned printing shop there because basically at the time that it was built, the hotel operated almost as its own kind of like village. They had their own well. They had their own printing press in like case they community. needed to, like, yeah. Village. Well, I mean, like... Like their own little community. like a Kind ho- of like like a, like a, I don't know, like a hotel. No, but, like, it was more Like a, a condominium. But they had, like, yeah, they had their own, like, spring water, their own printing press where they printed their own, like, newspapers and... They had their own shop, like, and they didn't want people to have to leave the hotel to get something. Mm-hmm. So they built, like, a little town in the hotel so people didn't have to leave if they didn't want to. You're not um, allowed to leave. The only thing that's left of that, really, is the printing press on the 10th floor, and they just abandoned well, it. I don't know they don't really use it. Um, a reporter went there one time and was, like, taken up there to look at it, and they said they definitely got, like, a really creepy feeling in there and it looks like it's just waiting to, to be haunt you no well maybe who knows the revenge of the printing press <laughs> no to I waiting to like movies. start back up again and and be used but yeah but arguably yeah. the most haunted room or floor. or floor in this hotel is the second floor <laughs> or room 202 You can't whisper if people can't hear you. So the legend of Room 202 is that in the 1920s, a newlywed couple came after they had gotten married and... Oh, sorry, Willow. Just after they got married. Kicked my cat accidentally. Um, She's hiding under the table. This couple had just gotten married and they were spending their honeymoon in the hotel they got room 202 when they got there the wife started feeling unwell and started getting a headache so she asked her husband her new husband to go and get her hey boo maybe it was an advil well i don't know if it was advil but like some kind of like headache pill at that time in history and so he was eager to please because you know it's the wedding night and he was trying to make a good impression So he left and uh, she fell asleep. And when she woke up, employees were at her door knocking there. Where's where's my boo thing? It's been hours. (laughs) And she was like, where is he? Like, it shouldn't have taken him that long to go get something. And when she heard the people knocking at the door, she went and answered it and found out that he had been killed uh, in a car crash. Shortly after, like, leaving the hotel. And she was so distraught that she just shut the door and, um, well, we don't know what she found, but she ended up committing suicide in the closet in the room. She hung herself. That's yeah. She hanged herself in the closet. Hanged. Hung, isn't it hung? No, I think it's hanged. I don't think it's hanged. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Hanged herself. She killed herself. Yeah. <laughs> by hanging in the closet. And she's still there. So people report that they can feel her sitting on the end of of your bed when you're in bed or climbing into bed with you. They'll wake up seeing her dressed in a long black cloak with her hood up, standing at the foot of your bed. And you're like, hey. And, like, that's normal. Um, And, of course, when people feel someone sitting on the end of the bed, they always, like, get up and look, and there's no, never anyone there. Sometimes they'll actually, like, run around and look – Around the room and be like, "Come on, sorry, like, well. what are you doing?" And literally, there's no one there. Um, people, <laughs> people have reported that they've had visions of like blood seeping through the walls, down the walls, the walls. Like the maids, the maids when they're cleaning, they'll like, be like nothing keep there, coming into the carpet and they'll keep cleaning it and then it just keeps coming back. And yeah, and then bloody footprints on the bed. And I think like, is another who one keeps bloodying up the carpet. And. Honestly, the bloody carpet thing became so bad that the hotel actually replaced the carpet because they thought that it was, like, a stain issue, and then it kept happening. So, it was not a carpet issue. So, (laughs) I don't know. Because they were scared by the blood, because they were so over having to clean it every day. I mean, maybe just take the carpet out, guys, and, like, leave hardwood floors. I mean, it's probably easier. Whatever. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you do you. Yeah, so people report this. This is like the most common thing that's been reported yeah. happening. Like a lot of people that stay there will report that happening. Um sometimes they say that even in other rooms on the the same floor, like she'll come in and the same thing will happen to them. Like it doesn't always necessarily have to be room 202. Yeah. That's just where like she committed suicide. That was her room. So that's where most of the stuff happens. But other people staying on the floor have reported similar things or they'll see her in the hallway. Um one guest came near um that room and they got off the elevator and saw a green orb of light coming down the hallway. And the green orb turned and then went through a door and disappeared. <laughs> and the and guy like, like followed it. He was like 202. This is my room. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if it was 202, but whatever room it was, it was his room. And he was like, nah. Fuck no, getting out of here. And he left. He yeah. Just he didn't even like stay there. He's he like, I'm not up. staying here. Like, <laughs> bye. Another guest was staying near 202, and. He came down in the middle of the night, dressed in in his his pajamas, pajamas. (laughs) and he was super angry and replied that he was leaving immediately and that he would send for his luggage in the morning. And all he was saying that people kept taking his stuff out of his room and rattling his door. And so he was upset and leaving. People keep stealing my stuff. So, I mean, that's a really common... that ghosts do like they'll take your stuff and like put it somewhere else and you're like it was literally right (laughs) here where are my cigarettes and it literally that it like appears somewhere super random so he was not happy and literally like freaked out in the middle of the night he wouldn't give them any more details but I feel like probably more than his stuff going missing happened because I mean it takes a lot for someone to actually want to leave the hotel that you've paid for uh, the staff went up there and couldn't find any trouble, and like no other guests had complained of it, and so they thought, like, oh gosh. This guy's nuts. No, they were like, it's the ghost again, because <laughs> oh, he yeah. was like staying. The stupid ghost ghosts, ghosts ruining our lives. Um, but like, don't haunt me. I love you. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, they like a lot of people request to stay in this room, and then when some people request to do it, it, like nothing happens. But then other people who don't even know there's stuff going on, like they get messed with the most. Yeah, they get messed with the most. It's like she knows that you're there looking for proof and she doesn't want to give it to you, but then if you're a skeptic, then she's like, ha, boo. Yeah, she's like really wanting to show you some stuff. So, one of the most famous. Stories I think, or people that stayed there was a government employee, like a liberal MP here in Canada. Anyway, they were having their retreat in Winnipeg, and she decided she was going to stay there in room two hundred two. Um, she went to bed and like was having a nap, and she'd been asleep for a couple hours when she felt her husband getting into bed with her. Problem: her husband was not here; he was back in Ontario. So she woke up. And was like what the hell is happening but she thought she was only dreaming so she went back to sleep then a few hours later it happened again she felt someone crawling into bed with her and she jumped up and turned on the lights and like looked around the room under the bed through the closet and like couldn't find anyone she says after she reported it that like she doesn't believe in ghosts but she still wanted a new room (laughs) what She said she doesn't believe in ghosts, but she still wants a new room. So she, like, didn't want to stay in that room. I don't believe in them, but can we move me? Because when she complained, they were like, oh, yeah, like, that's a thing that 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 happened. It's a ghost. And she's like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I would like a new room. (laughs) So, like, don't you then, like, believe in ghosts? I don't know. I think one of the newspaper articles had this quote that was like, they say politics makes for strange bedfellows, but this odd coupling takes the cake. And then it was a story about... The ghost climbing into bed with her. I would be like, if anyone came with complained, I'd be like, yeah, it's just a ghost. Like, chill. <laughs> like, literally. I think the staff is just so over it. They're just, like, really, like, Ugh, yeah, it's the ghost. It's normal. Just deal with it. Like, no one's ever been hurt. No, no one's ever gotten hurt. At the that hotel. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. No one that's reported getting no hurt. It's before. just, like, they like to mess with you and, like, scare you and, like, freak you out. You know, blood falling down the walls and shit. I guess, but, like, even, like, someone getting into bed with you, that's not even necessarily, like, freaking you out. You know what I mean? Maybe she's just lonely. Like, it's not like she's going, I'm going to get into bed with them and scare them. She's like, I wouldn't get into bed with them because I'm sad. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, no one's ever been hurt. So, that's something. Paranormal investigators go here all the time and stay in the room and try and, like, pick up something, but usually they never see something, but most people report that their equipment goes... Rough. Like, off, like it breaks, or there's tons of interference and they can't pick stuff up. One... People, one people, one group of people did end up getting their recorder on their cell phone to work when all their other equipment failed. Um, and they didn't hear anything when they were in the room, but when they played it back, they could overhear a conversation that two voices were having where it sounded like one of them was saying, help me. Uh, they also took a lot of photos in the room, but, their camera batteries literally kept dying. Like they'd take like two photos and then their camera would die and they would put new batteries in and they would take two photos and their camera would die. So their batteries were draining super fast, even though they'd been fully charged. They said the temperature in the room began to change rapidly, and the digital thermostat in the room would actually change from, like, cold to hot, cold to hot. it wasn't just a feeling. They would go look at the thermostat, and it would be, like, 25, and then it would be, like, minus... And it said it was in, like, within a span of, like, 30 seconds, it changed, like, five times. Yeah, it would be, like, 10 degrees, 25 degrees, 10 degrees, 25 degrees. And so they were freaking out so much that they decided, like, hey, we need proof that this is happening. So they actually were able to take, like, some of the photos they were able to take were of the thermostat when it changed. So they did take proof of that. Uh, it's not only example of, like, strange things that happen with electrical things in the hotel, though. Um, employees sometimes spend the night in the hotel because if they're working a really light shift and then they have to be back in the morning, like, it's just... The hotel's nicer than where they live. I mean, that's probably not the reason. But, like, we have a lot of blizzards <laughs> in Winnipeg, so <laughs> if you're working till, like, midnight... And it's, like, and 500 it's, below. Yeah, and it's super snowy outside and you have to be back at, like, 8 or 9, it's probably just safer for you to spend the night. So a lot of employees do that. Um fine, like, an empty room. Yeah, so one one employee, like decided to do this like she stayed and she reported it and so she found an empty room and decided to put tv on and she was unwinding and after watching for a while she noticed the remote had stopped working whenever she tried to turn on the tv um she wasn't really that concerned about it she just thought like maybe the batteries had died or whatever and then the tv turned like black and the word goodbye printed itself across the screen in like a typewriter font and then the tv just turned off and then she died and that's then funny. she left no i'm kidding i don't know what she did, no, she did. <laughs> but like and that's she what she reported to happening was like, oh, and she was probably like uh, <laughs> i was just trying to chill watch some netflix yeah. and you had to interrupt me Sweet anyway watch nailed it on netflix <laughs> ruined it so yeah like that's pretty freaking scary Maybe it was the ghost's way of telling her to go to sleep. Like, Goodbye, night. it's time to go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow. I thought you had to get up early, isn't that why you stayed here? Go to sleep. Yeah. Okay, so another employee made a report that um, an Asian family... The reason I mention it, trust me, it's important. <laughs> so there was a young Asian family with a father, <laughs> mother, and a young daughter. Jim's not Jim. Jim's not Asian. <laughs> that was the perfect time to say that. Uh, okay, so... Anyways, this yeah. family was requesting a cot for their, like, daughter to sleep in, because they only had one bed in the room. So the employee was having some, like, trouble getting the cot up there, but finally got it up there. I not if that really matters. Um, <laughs> she asked the family to, like, step aside, because she didn't want to bump them, and I asked them to stand on the other side of the bed, but then she noticed that there was, like, a little boy lying on the bed, and he had his feet on the pillow, and she was like, You're dirtying uh... the pillow. I just cleaned that. <laughs> that <laughs> no, she, she was like, okay like i guess he's fine like i'm not gonna hit him so she didn't really say anything and she just like kept going um she moved it like around him so that, like she wouldn't bump his head or anything mm-hmm. she's like you're in the way um and then she asked if they wanted a second cot and they were like no like one's fine and she's like well like like don't you want one for cot? each child like this is pretty small yeah. And the family was just like, "Mm, what are you talking about? And then she looked over at the little boy and realized that he was white. He was white. Yeah. Like they thought it was. She was like, huh, he has blonde hair and blue Blue eyes and he's white. And you guys don't. Not that that's not okay, but. Yeah. So she just was like, this is weird. This is weird. But like, whatever. You don't want another cut. You don't want another cut. Like, so she just like left. She said she didn't really, like, think about it at the time. Like, she thought it was weird at the time, yeah, but were, was it like, was, like, whatever. Like, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Maybe it's, like, her, their daughter's boyfriend. It's fine. <laughs> her, their young child's boyfriend. <laughs> anyway. So, that was all cool. Except, two cool months birthday. later, she's coming off the elevator, and she walks into the hallway. And when she's on the ninth floor, she looks over and noticed the exact same blonde-haired boy. Yeah. And he was sitting on the staircase... Like directly across from the elevator Wearing like a white shirt Gray pants And she said that It looked like his clothes Were like from the 50s Or maybe the 40s And she thought like Oh that's just kind of like A weird place for someone to be sitting Yeah She was like, wait, your Asian family left like three months ago. Why are you still here? (laughs) And like at the time, like the stairs he was sitting on went up to a locked room Yeah. that like there was nothing that he would could be getting up to. So Mm -hmm. she kind of just looked at him and he got up and walked past her. And then when she turned, he was gone, Mm -hmm. just suddenly vanished. And she said there's no way he could have gone into one of the rooms because she would have heard him. So he just like poof, poof, vanished. Into thin air So You'd Poof. think that's all right You'd be wrong Poof. <laughs> There's so much more uh, So I don't know if people are familiar with The story of the haunting in Connecticut If you're a paranormal fan you probably are familiar With it uh, What you probably don't know is that they filmed The movie the haunting in Connecticut In Winnipeg They did, they did yeah oh. Yeah, a lot of things are filmed here, and just no one knows about it Yeah, because I guess it's cheap and we we're have some cheap. cool, like, old buildings and shit So, and cheap. <laughs> yeah They do a lot of filming here Because we like attention, we're the pagers. Like, do you want to film a movie here for free? Fine, <laughs> it's fine Cool, cool, cool Like, so many <laughs> movies were filmed at our high school Yeah Well, you're still there, but when By I was there school. Like, I think when I was there, they did, like, three oh. or four Or, like, right next door, yeah yeah, like no, like, walk- actually, like, in the school, though. No, no, but I'm saying, like, there was oh, a yeah. next door, too. Yeah, and they do a bunch of, like, the houses in that area. Anyway. Because they're all, like, old and, like, spooky. And, like, big. They're not and- all haunted, though, like, movies. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Think. I just, don't like, think so, either. movies. Well, they might be. I don't know. I never Who knows? asked. <laughs> I'll ask next time. Hey, what kind of movie are you filming? <laughs> okay. Can I can be in it. <laughs> Anyways, so the stars of Haunting in Connecticut stayed at the... <laughs> Connecticut? ...stayed at the Fort Garry Hotel. Um, that was in 2009 when they were filming, and one of the film stars, Virginia Madsen, said she knew that the hotel had a haunted reputation. So, but she was like, "It's fine." Like, yeah, she didn't really like believe in it. So, she said, like, she didn't really believe in it, but she wanted to be respectful. Also, like, Mm -hmm. just in case, I think. (laughs) So she (laughs) She was like... like, I don't believe in you, but... Yo, like, I've got... Like, this is a lot of work. I need to sleep. Like, please, I'm not saying I believe in you, but... I'm not saying I don't believe in you. If you're here, can you please haunt the other rooms and leave me alone? Because I need my rest. Yeah, and then she Um, was like, okay. (laughs) And apparently the ghost listened, yeah, because, like... she was like, my daughter, whatever. She has, like, no problems at the hotel, so... She was good. They listened to her. They didn't. It's all about communication. It is all about communication, Zach from Ghost Adventures. Don't yell at them. You're not real. God, that's when they're gonna push you down the stairs, and you start antagonizing them. Anyway, so she was lucky; they left her alone. But the other people involved in the movie weren't so lucky. She kind of cursed them, I think, because she said, "Like, please haunt everyone else and like leave me alone." So, uh, one of the film's producers apparently got, like, really, really scared. He wouldn't tell them what happened, but he was so scared that he left the hotel and he wouldn't stay there. And apparently he stayed, like, in a really crappy, like, hotel just because he felt safer. And they said, like, that's pretty unusual for a producer. Like, they usually want to stay in the swanky hotel with all the stars, Um, Her son in the movie, that was played by Kyle Gallner, um, also told her that weird things were happening to him. He was talking about voices coming through the vent in his room. And he also said that one night something crawled into bed with him, the usual. She told him that the voices were probably just coming from other rooms or he was hearing people in the hallway. But when she told him that something crawled into bed with him and then there was something there, (laughs) she was like, like, oh... (laughs) I don't know how to explain. Fine. Maybe it was a mouse. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So since they were like filming a scary movie, maybe the ghosts were like, ha ha ha, like ha. you guys uh-huh. are filming this horror movie. Well, we'll, we'll give you a horror movie. Um, ha uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, got you. It was pretty spooky. It's not just like people that have stayed there though. Not just guests. Like even the hotel's owner said, like one time she just laid down. For a nap and she felt someone sit at the bottom of her bed and once they sat down on the bottom of the bed she was paralyzed she couldn't get out of bed like she couldn't sit up she couldn't move she was awake but like she could not get up Up. (laughs) and once she felt the presence like stand up and lift suddenly she was able to get up and when she looked around it was empty obviously obviously so I mean just don't sleep there (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Even though, I mean, I know people that have slept there And They've had, like, fine experiences But I don't know (laughs) We're not so fine I mean, our aunt said she saw someone in the elevator When she was there And, like, talked to her And talked to her and had, like, a conversation And then when she looked back, when she was supposed to be getting off She was gone So that happened (laughs) So she made a lifelong friend And then never saw them again (laughs) Yeah exactly a good ghost friend apparently a lot of other stuff happens on the seventh floor too which is where they host a lot of their events like their weddings and stuff it's where the crystal ballroom is i would never have my wedding there they they got like a call one day down in security and they were like get up here like get up here now and when security came up there they found the cleaning staff there and they said they could hear like human screams coming out of the speakers <laughs> not dog screams human screams yeah human screams and the guards listened and they could also hear the screams but they were like oh it's fine it's probably just like the audio feedback <laughs> what causing it to sound like a human scream that's a thing that i've heard of i've never heard of that it's just the dj practicing some new hits. don't even worry it's just the feedback that sounds exactly like a woman screaming it's fine Uh, Then he went to take a closer look and found out that the speakers were actually unplugged. So it could not have been audio feedback. Yeah. So he was pretty spooked after that. And the staff was like, we're going to clean this as fast as possible and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, so just down the hall from there, too, is the concert hall room, and they've also heard a lot of strange sounds there. Um, there's been a lot of reports of people hearing ladies' dresses moving around the stage, or gentlemen coughing loudly. <coughs> exactly, but, like, the room's totally empty. Like, they're choking on their tobacco. Um Sometimes, like, you don't even have to be inside. They have a security booth, like, outside the hotel, so people can, like, they can monitor, like, people coming in and out of the hotel at, like, weird hours and Mm -hmm. kind of protect, you know, their people. No murderers letting in. Nah, no murderers being let in, hopefully. You would think. So their gift shop, like, coffee and gift shop in the hotel, it's, like, 24 hours. Uh, One of the guards came in at 3 a.m., and on one occasion he, like, went up to the guy that worked there and he said that he looked really pale and he was really zombie like in his movements and responses he couldn't like he just wasn't being normal george wasn't being george yeah (laughs) i don't know if it was george but (laughs) and he was like bro you like you okay (laughs) like what's up wake up and And no wait (laughs) totally wrong it was the other way around so the guard looked super crazy and pale and like wasn't responding and then the guy wow. at, the co- at the coffee shop was like you just ruined this whole story dude are you okay like you don't look okay like you, you look want sick you a double shot on ice? Uh, are you, yeah exactly please get you through the night Uh, The guard was like, I'm really not okay. Because when I was coming in, I just saw a woman in white up on the roof. And I don't know if she's up there to jump or if she's up there for some other reason. (laughs) For some other reason. He's getting a tan on at 3 (laughs) a.m. And then when he ran outside to get the other guard, the woman was there. And then she vanished into thin air. Did she jump? If she jumped, she would have landed in front of him on the ground. No, no I'm thinking she jump and then vanish? No, she just vanished before she did anything. So, yeah, a classic woman in white. Typical. So, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty old hotel, and obviously there's lots of things. Uh, the hotel's been around forever, It's still really well maintained and like still like a fancy place for people to stay. The Ten Spa, like people love to go there. The Palm Lounge is cool and people go there for like breakfast and lunch. And they've also reported like in the Palm Lounge they'll see the same woman from room two hundred two sitting alone in the corner, just like crying and crying. And then when someone's like, "Are you okay?" and look back, she's gone. They've also are you okay? Well, I don't know. When they like look, are you okay? And then like she's gone. Uh, They've also reported another gentleman that just sits there, having okay. <laughs> breakfast, or looks like he's having breakfast, and he's not actually a customer. And people have like commented on him and be like, oh, like I'll eat what he's eating, and then they're like, who? The staff is like, who? There's no one sitting there, and people are like what? Well, i will definitely not have what he's having then yeah <laughs> he's gone he is dead so you probably don't want to eat what he ate because maybe that poisoned him the plague but yeah so that's the story of the fort gary hotel or the hotel fort gary a place that i have not personally stayed but would love to stay if keelan would no. come and stay in room 202 with me no it'll be fun Too expensive it's not even that expensive. It's not even not that expensive. It would be more expensive though. Probably not. Yeah, probably. I don't think so. I don't, so. I don't know. But like What's the hotel, I mean? when you go on their website, they don't monopolize on the fact that it's haunted or advertise it. And I feel like obviously, what I feel like that would bring in so many people. There's so many. It would many... also push away so many people. I feel like at the same time. I mean, but would it? Because I feel like the people, like most people, like, oh, I don't believe in that. Mm, but like a lot and then the people that do that. believe in that are going to be like, yes, I want experience. Or be like, no! I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I feel like people, like, even remember we were ta- hearing about that guy, There's this guy that does, like, haunted Winnipeg tours, where, like, they'll take you around the city and, like, bring you to all the places that are supposedly haunted and give you the backstory. And he had started out doing other tours, like, architecture tours and... And he was like, no one cares about this. Yeah, and, like, other kind of city tours. And literally, he said, I think for the whole year, he'd had, like, a total of 12 people. Or well, architecture tours. You want to know how this building was built? No. <laughs> and then when no. he decided to do, like, that's, ghost tours and, like, haunted Winnipeg tours, his first tour, like, 20 people and showed up. it was, up. like, a blizzard outside, apparently. Yeah, like and it was, like, like really up. crappy weather, and 20 people still showed up to go. So, I mean, having something that's haunted is definitely an appeal. Mm-hmm. I know. So, like also a not appeal. I know. I just think it's interesting that they don't have any sort of, like, like you don't have to, like, broadcast it on your website, like, the most haunted hotel in Canada. But, like, you could, like, have, like, a little, like, drop down, like, on your menu or something and be like, ooh, want a paranormal experience? Stay in this room. No, but I feel like that would drive away business then. Maybe. But, like. I prob- I'm saying that's probably what they're thinking. Maybe. Anyway. Think it's supposed to be, like, a, such a classy hotel. And if they advertise that they're, like. A spooky place People are going to be like Oh no I don't want to stay there Even if it's like a nice hotel Maybe I think so I mean Royalty has stayed there So And they exactly. are—they without were without fine knowing. Without knowing though. I know But they were still fine No one's ever been hurt So it should be fine just, Anyway Just emotionally hurt <laughs> Just emotionally scarred for life But I mean Otherwise That'd they were totally anything. fine <laughs> Not necessarily Just staying in this hotel Anyway, (laughs) thanks for listening to us ramble on about the Fork Hotel and its hauntings. We're going to be releasing a new paranormal story and reaction every Wednesday. Um, Not just Canada and not just Winnipeg, though we might revisit Winnipeg in the future. Because, you know, we live here. And it's pretty freaking haunted, let's be honest. Yeah. So many (laughs) hauntings. But we will be doing stories from all around the world. If you have any requests or any stories that you want to share with us, even personal ones, because we'll be getting into that as well, I will be. I have nothing. <laughs> and I want to keep it that way. Key has had no experiences and likes it that way. Um, but you can email us at girlsghostsandghouls at gmail.com. Is it and ghouls or just ghouls? And ghouls. Oh girls goes. i mean i knew that and girls at gmail.com you can also send us recommendations on twitter at girls gg at twitter <laughs> at twitter you can also find us on instagram where we are just girls Go ghouls because there was not enough space to have the ant. But it's fine. Because someone already <laughs> took that. No, <laughs> no, but it was just not enough room. Uh, and you can also find us on our website at www.girlsghostsandghouls.com. And follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and follow Key on Instagram. We'll link that so that Actually, you can. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. We'll just link that because we don't want people guessing. Don't guess, just do <laughs> Okay. It's Keelan, not Keelan dot Henry. It's a completely different person. <laughs> yeah, she, like, pressured someone into changing their Instagram account so that she could have Keelan Henry. Keelan Henry. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>